0: All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, We've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five.
1: discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much
0: all right hey y'all it's five o'clock on monday we're stealing beer i'm augie carton
2: Hey, it's John Hall, but it's it's hard to hear you with all of this rice being thrown around us right now. This is <laughs> my goodness. It's it's just it's like there's a, a Cezanne or a, a lager being made right now. it's so hazy. It's so oh, crazy. What
0: okay, nothing you just said made sense. Are you just No, years no, ago? no, no.
2: I started off I started off really strong and then yeah. I just, somebody stuck a stick in my bike spokes and I just- Had you
0: said Kieran Ichiban and not tried to dip into lagers? I know, runner, Hayes, I know. Yeah, I'd have been with you, I'd, I'd have been like, what a great metaphor. Well worked, John Hall. Anyway. Yet, here we are. So the reason John Hall is hearing rice is the Brian Cass, bootlegger extraordinaire is bootlegging his honeymoon in Hawaii on the Big Island. He logged on just to say not hello. Not the Big Island. Not the Big Island. I thought he started no. on the Big Island. Whatever. Anyway, um, here with us from his honeymoon, looking exactly like you should look at 7 a.m. in Hawaii on your honeymoon when we make you get on a Zoom with us. So why don't you give the thieves a hello, catch them up on your sweet, sweet, sweet wedding, and uh, let us know what's going on in Hawaiian beer, and then we'll
1: let you go be on your honeymoon. Howdy thieves. What's cracking? Your boy Cass here. Um, yeah, I'm uh, not nursing a hangover. I drank a lot of Mai Tais yesterday and pina coladas. But uh, yeah, here with my lovely wife, hanging out in the Lenai this morning, having a coffee before we hit the road to Hana. Gonna drink some more beer this week. Met, met a new friend at Kohola Brewing Company. Koholo Brewing Company. Do you company. sell them cans? He has got his own canning line. He's got pre-printed canes, too. He's I'm surprised so you're calling you. him a friend then.
3: Useless but to you.
1: <laughs> I don't I can't get the canning line here unfortunately, but uh yeah, yeah, solid solid uh brewery, solid Suds and the guy actually comes to us from uh, you know, Captain Lawrence and uh, a few of our other friends. Uh he's got quite shocking the shocking how many resume. breweries.
0: Shocking how many breweries we like that have a Captain Lawrence pedigree. It Really is.
1: But yeah, had a lovely afternoon there. He gave me a case of beer, and uh, oh, I hate this guy setting all these bad precedents. You <laughs> <He's> charge
0: a- <laughs> cast double,
1: people. You charge cast double. So I'm gonna take half that case with me on the road today, and uh, <laughs> that'll be that. But uh, yeah, and the wedding it, was. Also it is too. still
2: it, Cass, <laughs> It is still the U.S. There are still laws. I just wait. I just, our boy Evan Watson
0: played your wedding, and my boy uh, he did DJ Robbie Woodside DJed it right
1: he did you like the best
0: entertained wedding ever yes and how do we get a bootleg of the live live yeah that's that's what i want
1: now i should have should have actually recorded the set oh man (laughs) (laughs) did not even think about that you could have been selling
2: cds in the parking lot of the reception It was, uh, (laughs) it, it was a very, very awesome, the, the,
1: I mean, the beer selection was, was out of control. Obviously we served some carton, we served some Bolero, we had some other half, we had some industrial arts and Evan brought, a bunch of plan B and everybody, you know, you'd think that people were going to split the bottles and put them in the nice wine glasses we had made. No, everybody was walking around with a bottle in their hand and Evan, it's just like, he's like, it's so awesome. See people just fisting my bottles. Uh, so that's, that's a, that's a horrible
0: <laughs> sentence. that should not be allowed out. I was, actually, I was actually, I was at, best. I was at Evan's the night before and I was drinking um, that beer he and I made together, six and stones It's not released yet, don't freak out. But he was just giving me some bottles to taste. And I drank half a dozen of them out of because he uses that champagne-shaped little 375. It's a fun (laughs) bottle to drink out of. That is not the wrong way to drink that beer. He kept trying to give me a glass so I could nose it and have fun with it. I was like, motherfucker, I'm at a concert. It was an Evan concert, by the way. And I just loved opening them, getting that little spritz on your hand, and then just turning them up like I was, you know, like I was in a club. It's good times, that's a fun beer, fun bottle drink out of All right, well, well yeah. done, man. It sounds like it sounds like you had. I can't believe you got Evan to come play and bring beer, he's too good to you. He should be doing like original
2: songs, or were they all meatloaf
1: covers? I honestly <laughs> didn't get a chance to even listen to him during the, the happy hour, but you did it on one Cass, of the processions. You songs. are the worst. Wow,
2: I mean, I, <laughs> I, I admire your honesty, but you know, this is going to be broadcast out to the world,
1: so you
0: are the worst. <laughs> All right. You you owe Evan a big fucking dinner, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, he, he left without getting his uh, his his uh, you know nice his nice little envelope bag. full. Yeah, his goodie bag mm-hmm. full of money. So well, I'll take um, his
0: envelope of money. I'm I'm officially his agent right now. But, no, no, okay.
1: that doesn't that doesn't sound accurate at all.
4: <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you we, doubt
0: you doubt the veracity of my statement. This is what makes program. you. This is what makes you a good journalist, Sean Hall. <laughs> Immediately, I'm that nose for suspicious information. Yeah, weird. weird. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Cass, yeah, congratulations. Let's talk, let's talk to our thank you guys, Azure, Tyler Cohen. So, what's up, Tyler? So, if you're a thief and you've joined us on our Zooms, you know exactly who Tyler is because I think
4: Tyler, you've made all of them. I have made all of them, and and it's usually down to me and you at the end, which is that's true. <laughs> true. Which is a
0: bad yeah.
4: That is a bad thing. And another resume. thing, where recordings
2: don't exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ken drink with Augie Carton is not a strong Oof. resume starter for for any any business plan that needs funding.
2: It's yeah, it's good a good thing business. you own your own business
0: then. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Your spot is called Black Dog, and you are.
4: In Virginia, but close to DC or in DC but close to Virginia? Which uh, in, way does that play? In Virginia, close to DC. So we're like 12 miles west of, of DC, so not too far.
0: Oh, well, DC is a lawless land of just absurd um, you know, freedom and beer. Does that and I know Virginia to be, you know, I, I imagine Virginia to be a little tighter. I know the further south you go past the Mason Dixon, the, the laws get weirder and stupider almost every mile. Does it affect you being that close to D.C. where they can pretty much do whatever they want as far as beer sales go? Or is Virginia pretty good for you in that situation?
4: Yeah, Virginia is a lot more strict. I mean, there's a lot of restrictions on like, you know, on premise tastings and events. I mean, they did lose a lot of stuff up last year, which I would imagine they'll probably carry it over. It's what it sounds like anyway, especially like. The delivery and, and the to-go stuff. So hopefully that'll continue. But yeah, it's a, it's a little more strict. Like one of the weirdest ones was like you can do tastings, you know, because we're we're a beer shop. So we're not we don't do on premise, but you can do tastings. But they have to be like an ounce or less, which is, I don't know, it's kind of kind of strange. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's all the weird little walls you encounter. So yeah. it's like a festival, but in a retail setting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with like basically what amounts to like a medicine cap worth of beer, you know, it's it's good.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, is it per beer you're tasting or is that per day? Like if somebody comes in and he needs to try six beers, are you giving him spot two ounces per tasting?
4: So add uh, up to it
0: even doesn't.
4: I've never seen a maximum amount, so I'm just going to go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, not that it doesn't exist, but I, I don't see it anywhere. So, you know, if you want to do a hundred one ounce things, I guess you could, but at some point we're going to charge you. Yeah, Lawless, we were, just we, like Goggy said.
0: <laughs> when, we, when we opened in Jersey, it was four four ounce tasters, was what you were allowed to give away. You weren't allowed to charge for them. And yeah. I wasn't allowed to do eight two-ounce tasters. And I asked. And I was like, really? And they're like, nope, four-four-ounce tasters. You can't charge them. I was like, but I have eight beers. And they're like, well, I got to pick four. I was like, you people are idiots. <laughs> um, but hey, here it is a decade later, and they're still idiots. Um, anyway, so so let's talk about, so in the ama- the most amazing notes, I think, justin kennedy's ever sent out he sent us notes on you that didn't include that you're a long standing thief who joins us on patreons and does all that but gave me a link to your beer i can buy from you but what made me super happy was i saw at the top of the list your wrench which is a great beer to have um what else are you getting down there from like of the shit we usually talk about on this show what are you getting down there? What, uh, what, what do you wish you were getting? Like, how's that going? I've, I've, especially since Justin loves a good Virginia guest, what do you get locally? That's blowing your socks off these days.
4: Um, so yeah, locally we've got a lot of good selection. Um, obviously like probably our, our biggest, you know, your favorite JABF medal winners. Um, who's that? Uh, Port, Port City, <laughs> uh, Port City uh, Brewing, they've got the optimal wit, which is like usually a top three wit beer. Uh, uh, I've, I've been really digging Front Royal recently. So they've got, they, I just had an English Dark Mild from them. They've got a couple West Coast IPAs they've just brought out, uh, which have been, I, I just continually stock my fridge with those. I, and mm-hmm. the English Dark Mild, I think, comes in at like 3.8, 3.9%. So it's just.
1: Mm. That's exciting to hear.
4: Oh yeah. It's amazing. So then we've got, um, we've got this uh, group called rocket frog, which uh, were. Rocket frog. I like that name. Yeah. They've been a big supporter. They've got a really great brown ale, a a wallop's Island. uh, That that is one of their staples that we always have. Um, And then of course there's one uh, Finch is is one uh, they do. They really specialize in sours, but even when they make a a pilsner or a check uh, lager they, they knocked those out of the park too so they're the ones they uh, collaborated with um, pop culture on that virtual beer fest last year uh, and they've done some pretty pretty good stuff so those are those are some of my favorites out in our area right now
0: right on. so what are you getting justin are you taking notes for about? future shows is justin even with us you no. know, I
3: am. You know, I am. Uh,
0: I, I, was, I was just abusing you and I didn't even see you twitch. So I thought, I remember how I I thought to, you might have logged off.
3: Uh, I used to do the New York Farm Brewery thing. Now we right. do the Virginia Farm Brewery thing. Ooh,
0: Ooh. great. Is there enough of them now?
3: That's good news. Yeah, there is. There There's one coming up, up next episode. So yeah. Yeah, I heard.
0: I saw. I saw, But to be fair, I'm not sure you did just repackage Evan from the notes <laughs> <laughs> like like i know that's a virginia brewery I, w- I will believe what i like so what's the name of the brewery
4: pen druid is who we have Pen
0: yeah. so we
3: have pen druid on next
4: tyler do you know who they are yeah we had one of their brown ales on tap uh back in january so yeah Ooh. so wait on tap in a in a beer hall are you feeling growlers as well Yeah. Yeah. We do uh, basically whatever you want to bring, whatever size we've got 16 or uh, sorry, 32 and 64 ounce. And then we sell by the fluid ounce. So whatever you want to bring in, we fill and we had, uh, we have 16 taps and we usually keep them pretty, pretty varied. So it's not like 15, uh, hazies and a, seltzer it's 15
0: hazies weird. and guinness which you can't put in a growler <laughs>
4: yeah yeah no so we, we keep it pretty varied and we usually stick to six tools so that you know they kind of rotate pretty often right
0: on. right on, now how did that go through um through quarantine were people coming in for growlers did you just shut that section down till things loosened up
4: no it, so what we did was we basically just adjusted everything so it was like When we did do fills, you know, we had our own, we have our own cleaning station right there. So we obviously always clean them gloves, you know, masks, et cetera. But after every single fill, we'd basically sanitize everything. So it was almost like fresh each time. So you
0: needed a person just for your growler station
4: yeah yeah and we so we always usually have at least two people in there so yeah it's it's it would get backed up on the on the fridays but what we noticed is obviously when quarantine first started we they had all those kegs kind of in backlog because all the bars kind of shut down so we had a pretty large selection there because you know we were one of the few places that had taps and then as as kind of the quarantine kept going on and on and on it kind of got a little the the pickings got a little slimmer but we still had enough to fill the lines
0: yeah, that's good. Cause yeah, there was definitely uh there was definitely a um a dearth of kegs right in that that first four to six months. Yeah. Um anyway, so so what else? So we don't have things to drink, so we don't have that usual break this point in. And I'm sorry to say, uh but this is thieves. This was a scramble because nobody wanted to get on the phone on a Saturday in the middle of July. So we're doing a Friday Weird. afternoon, Monday Weird. At five. People what is with been... these people not dying to drink on the phone with Augie and John in the middle of an after summer afternoon? Where joke's going to be on them. It's going to be
2: rainy all weekend.
0: No, it's going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've got something to drink. I've got a Fuller's okay. Vintage Ale. So Ooh, I wish had,
0: Justin, why don't I have a Fuller's? Ale? <laughs> yeah.
3: I just sent it to Tyler. Sorry, guys. There's a-
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch. And Tyler's
2: got a story. He probably could have
0: worked this out with you.
2: Um, <laughs> you didn't actually fuller? send Tyler beer. Did you send no. Tyler
4: beer? No, no, no. Uh, we already had
2: that. <laughs> okay. Come on. Come on, dude. What What um, vintage? What year?
4: Oh, it's it's not that old. It's just last year. Okay, well, just given given
2: just how hard last year was, I feel like that beer probably already came out with about 10 years worth of age on it.
4: Well, <laughs> it might explode. I don't know. Jesus.
2: <laughs> New owners. Danger beer.
0: Danger beer. By the way, Dancy is so crazy about exploding beers this week on his punstagram. Are you following that? Why is he so mad? Did
2: somebody cover him with juice? Oh, Dante, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, we should all be mad about that. We should all be mad that brewers are putting beer out into the market, you know, especially in retail. Um that could explode. I mean, it's just and then blaming the consumers for not keeping it. That's that that's just it's I'm with Don on that and it's that's a drum I've been beating for a while.
4: We've th- we've been pretty lucky in the whole year and a half. I think we've only had one
0: one stock, one Explode. like single can, or yeah, one,
4: one,
2: one single type of beer. Yeah. So, but I mean, how do you, like, from from your standpoint though, when you have to you know stock stuff on the shelf and then mop stuff up later on, even if it was once, d- does that make you rethink having that brewery back on your shelves?
4: Um, well, you know what it became is like we have we have a lot of refrigerators. uh, uh, So basically all the walls are lined with reach in and then we have shelves in the middle. And so our original kind of plan was we had all the local stuff in the fridges and kind of all the other stuff in the middle. And so then when we realized we got those that you have to keep cold or they, you know, basically will explode. We kind of just had to rearrange that to where we had, you know, refrigerators that we kind of use for those items. So it just kind of made a little adjustment on on that. But like I said, it hasn't occurred too often, which is, which is pretty good. And it's also probably cause we have a lot, I mean, most of our beers in a refrigerator. So.
0: So let me ask you a question. Cause when John says that, I, I go the other way on that. Right. I, I agree that beer shouldn't explode and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I look at your beer list that Justin sent me in lieu of notes <laughs> and I see that you you cater to a more a more craft clientele, right? Like you didn't accidentally buy so and so's, you know, explode a beer and throw it on the shelf next to Miller Light. Like when you oh. buy an exploding beer, you know it's likely to explode. Um if not kept cold, as does I assume most now. This is tough because if it says, you know, sl- whatever, Coca Cola slushy 7 Eleven beer, people that see those words might buy it not knowing how fermentation works and not knowing how it explodes. But I think who that, who they made it to sell to and who should be buying it, as far as deep, you know, deep of the barrel craft. Slushy drinker person goes. Everybody involved knows the risk. So to get upset about the risk seems, you know, a little pearl clutching to me, right? Like nobody's making a small run of fucking sour fruited beers that are almost assuredly going to explode, and hoping to get you know a unsuspecting thirty-four year old Pinot Grigio drinker to switch over to. The words on their can, and then all of a sudden their you know their white jeans after labor day are completely destroyed by the outfit um you know what I mean like like you know what you're getting involved in, so are you as bothered by it as John is by its idea
4: um I don't know I, I mean i I would say if it happened a lot, sure. But just that once, it was kind of like, eh, you know, all right, we can do we can. Well, you
0: know that. there's shit in your fridge that if you moved it to the shelf would make a mess of your shop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Everyone we employ, they've, I mean, we've got, you know, one that's got their, her brewer certificate. And then, you know, a lot of people, if not all of them, have done the, the chicharron, at least the level one. Uh, so they're all f- fully aware of kind of the science behind it and what type of beers tend to explode. And, and most of them are, I mean, I, I hire people for that knowledge and then kind of learn the retail as, you know, as we go. So. Yeah,
0: right on. That's cool. So how is it going? You opened in the middle of the pandemic. You kept your day job, which is always a good way to start a business. Uh, how is that going? Are, are you so, getting it done? Are you happy? Have you quit
4: yet? Yes, we opened in February 14. So it was like a, week, a month later, it, everything shut down, which turned out, you know, we had no frame of re- reference, but now that we're in this year now i know that it turned out well um so we have seen when things open back up we've seen sales drop like 50 percent. really yeah so, so
0: everybody's I, coming to you instead of going to the bars
4: yeah and, and my thought is uh, people are going to kind of go wild in the summer and then probably in the fall it'll kind of reach that equilibrium but the thing is i have no frame of reference to know what normal is right. <laughs> so so right <laughs> now we're, we're just trying to you know kind of know we've had to cut hours we had to cut some people and and we're just trying to figure it out make it through um you know we went from at one point we were well over a thousand different beers and i think we've had to cut the inventory down to like a pretty tight you know three four hundred type uh different ones and and so we're just trying to figure all that out you know right right off the bat when things shut down i basically spent the whole weekend getting our online store up so we could do. we do order online pickup. And that was huge for us. I mean, that was a big unlock. And then uh, this year we haven't really done too much because things have opened up, but we, we we are allowed to do delivery through some of the services and stuff. So uh, we're just kind of exploring all that. Now, the good thing is with things opening back up, we're doing a, we've been able to do a lot more tasting. So we've got a few. Uh, in the Pike uh, for this year I think we've actually got one today So uh, that, that should, yeah, that should hopefully, hopefully uh, Get something going So yeah, we've Right got, on, right on Yeah, we've got Front Royal Which is one I talked about That's, that's a tasting coming up And then we've got O'Connor's as well so.
0: so let's talk more about what you're getting From the show's usual suspects You're not You probably don't have as much plan B As Brian Cass' wedding <laughs> um
2: but, but who does? I don't even think Evan Watson does. Um Evan was confused as to where all of this beer came from, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Cass cackle in the background is the best. Dead. That's that's exactly yeah. Cass has been stockpiling for years for this.
1: I mean, he supplied it. He brought a couple of magnums too. Mm-hmm. It was glorious 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 so on that cackle note i have to depart from you gentlemen tyler great Hi, to hear man. you congrats you buddy. guys enjoy and thank you enjoy the rest of the episode boys i'll catch Thanks, you next when i wanna get back to the east coast cheers later
3: do we lose augie
2: i think we might have lost augie uh, oh good well
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is ex-
4: <laughs> oh wow Party on guys <laughs> well, I guess um, I can go to answers questions. So yeah, go for it. Yeah. So some of the uh some of the people, you know, we've I've been always trying to get people you guys have on if they're available. Obviously, with all the distributors, it's kind of difficult. One of the ones, you know, we do have inner Innerborough's uh Spirits Nails, we have them. We actually just got uh you haven't had them on the program, I don't think, but we actually just got three Floyds out of the Chicago area in oh, cool. recently. Yeah, so we've picked up because I'm originally from Indiana, so That's uh, one of our, probably our best brewery out there. We've
3: tried to get three Floyds on the show. Uh, They have some um, management issues that don't want to approve their brewer coming on the show for some, for some reason. So don't
0: they make Dirklerd? Yes, of course. Okay. So, so that's why. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like like when one of the host's favorite jokes is to make fun of the name or not the name but the the people who collect your most popular most collectible beer with their enthusiasm for it i think it, it, it might not show well <laughs> wait is this a guy who says ermagerd Dirklerd? yeah don't go on that show yeah
2: no you're not allowed to go on that show
0: Although I really do want that to be. I want to see that meme someday. If I knew how to meme, if I was Scott Wells, I would make the Ermagerd Dirklerd.
1: Uh,
2: Scott the, Wells uh, is too busy moment. making uh, beers that mimic or allegedly pay homage to Weekend at Bernie's. I, you don't think that was an homage? You don't think Scott Wells
0: has watched that movie every weekend of his life and needed? <laughs> and and, <laughs> wished, creatively and wished that he was Bernie? Just the, because the auteur of, that, yeah. do we know who directed bernie i'd be much better at this joke if i knew who directed it and could call that person an auteur
2: wasn't that an early tarantino
0: maybe <laughs> maybe that guy that guy did love a dead person in all his movies <laughs> um so there, there was some rant i went on a bunch of years ago on steal this Beer about how clearly the cocaine was better in the 80s and the back to school was a was the proof I feel like weekend at Bernie's might be more of that proof. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah that's. There's these movies where we're like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do, and you're gonna love it. The guy's a diving champion. The guy's <laughs> been dead for four days.
4: Yeah, do it, do it. Whee! That's cocaine, oh, man. man. Uh- <laughs>
3: So, Tyler, you're anyway. having a tasting this afternoon. How do, What does that look like? Do you have someone from the brewery coming in? Do you do? Uh,
4: yeah, it all, it all depends. It's either a brewery rep or it might be a distributor rep. Uh, and then we usually do it like an hour or two. And and they'll do, um, you know, let's kind of lay things out and do the do the typical thing. Now, we did do, like, when when COVID first kicked off, we actually did a virtual tasting with Trogues uh, which was pretty cool. So, uh, it was just like a zoom thing where uh, the Trogue's rep ran it through theirs. And then we kind of ran the promotion through, um, through our, our lines and we were able to get, I mean, 50, 60 people show up oh, to that thing. So yeah, it was actually really. Yeah, okay.
0: So what was the thing? They bought the beer from you, took it home and then a Trogs brand rep jumped on a zoom.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. We only did that, I think, uh, once and we've done other events with like, uh, They've got groups like Girls Pine Out and a couple others that we we've done. Uh, we, we'll build like specialty packs for them, and they'll do their own tasting with their own people. So we've
2: it's
4: done times, yeah. So that that was a pretty cool little little pivot. So.
2: I've always been curious about the in-store tastings because I, you know, I'll always stop by a table when I see something going on, and I'll be curious because if somebody is, you know, spending some money to be there or trying to promote something, like I, I'm, I'm sort of curious to see. Uh, you know what it is, or or why they're why they're doing it, but it there's got to be like actual retail numbers behind doing the in-store tastings, right? I mean, it it does it by and large move product like that day and beyond, or
4: yeah, I'll usually see because um, I've got the like the app on my phone to track the sales and stuff, and I can usually see the bumps from that. Uh, they're usually. That company is usually the top-selling uh, brand that day for sure.
0: Now, do you? That's actually interesting because yeah. See, I think I've talked about this, but I one and I think Jersey skews your perspective on this because because of the liquor license laws around here, there's just such a bad business in you know there's, there's no competition to be better at being a bar, so the competition is to be better at helping a bar be a bar for the distributors that's why they buy them tvs and do all this other illegal shit but so when i mostly see that stuff i get a very kind of cynical skewed perspective of of, oh somebody's trying to buy the right to have space in this you know corrupt franchise law situation so i'm always cynical of it but when people come to us at carton and pitch it and like I said, if I know you, and I respect what you're doing, I approach it differently than if, you know, your idea. Like the first time I've heard from your restaurant is you want us to do a tasting in your restaurant, and you don't know which of the carton beers your clientele likes. I think you're pretty bullshit. Right. But um, but so whenever anybody asks, I always the, the analogy I use is a wedding, and I think on the show. But when I go. wherever I am in the world? And the answer is almost they never do because that's not the business of wedding halls, right? Wedding halls are a different business than even restaurants. So then you hope for a big picture Sierra kind of beer, right? And then when that doesn't come through, you hope for a, you know, well, it goes local then regional, then Sierra. And then you slowly land on do you at least have a Sam Adams? And when they say no, you end up with something like Amstel. And you drink half a dozen free Amstels at the wedding. And then you go home and the next morning you go back to drinking whatever the fuck you were drinking before Amstel was all that bar had and free stuff has never changed my opinion. And that's why when I see bars giving out t-shirts or pint glasses or some branded surfboard, I'm like, it's not going to make that person a longboard drinker. It's just not. So, It confuses me and I don't get it. The in-store tasting well handled, I think could be different because you can have a tasting and a discussion there, but then it matters who the person is, right? Is it the me, one of my people, one of the brand people? Do you see ebbs and flows on how close to the brewery the rep is kind of thing? Do you have a feel for that? that i'm
2: yeah that i'm curious about
4: well i think i think for us you know it's different than like a tasting in a grocery store right because a grocery store like a large you know like a harris teeter or something you're gonna have all sorts of type of people in there, right so they have to be kind of that broad generalists where when you're doing it like we literally just sell beer and stuff that goes with beer right we don't have wine you don't have anything else so the clientele that come to us are a little more educated than probably the the Regular person as far as beer goes, so they can get a little nerdier and really kind of get them to find, like, to find the beer in their lineup that fits what they what they like. So I think that's why it's probably more successful than it would be in other places. Um, that's just my observation so far that I've seen. So you're almost getting
3: you need pre- you have pressure to bring in someone who's as nerdy as your shoppers if
4: not nerdier right right I mean, yeah you can't just come in and be like hey I'm gonna give you this free sticker you know buy a 40 pack of whatever I guess <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not gonna work like we don't, yeah. even, we don't even sell macro brands at all so
0: right and
4: that's that's interesting to me but it's still kind of born of
0: them ruling the market for 80 years approach right you know what I, I I mean I don't know. When you said the store thing, I, I think about, like, I wouldn't even take a, you know, this person's grilling sausages in a store sampler. It always concerns me when people do. I'm like, you know, I've, I've cooked enough to know that I doubt that person has the hygiene required to do what they're doing in the middle of a supermarket. You have people line up and take 50 little bites of sausage on a
2: toothpick. God, so, I want I want to go through Costco with you and just and just watch you break out in hives. What's Costco?
3: <laughs> Sam's Club. I was going to say Sam's
2: Club. What's Sam's Club? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you people are just making up words now, <laughs> fucking with.
3: Walmart's Costco.
0: Oh. No. Oh. That you know they added a food section to our local TJ Maxx.
4: What? Like people buy TJ TJ Maxx. (laughs) Is it is it secondhand food? I don't know how.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Well, TJ Maxx is where you go for paper towels and toilet paper
4: and you know,
0: it's that store. And I was in there the other day. We needed bleach. I needed straight chlorine. Do you know you can't even buy straight chlorine bleach anymore? This pisses me off. Apparently, because. People were bothered by the way bleach pours. They've put additives in their bleach to make it pour smoother. And now it's not just chlorine and water.
2: I had no idea. No, I had no idea that that's...
4: You people, imagine you people bleach.
0: live under rocks. Bleach is not bleach anymore. Bleach is bleach plus essentially cornstarch or whatever the cornstarch is of bleach world. I love that.
2: This is what's going to make you crack and start standing on the <laughs> on the corners. Just screaming at people, <laughs> "Bleach is not bleach anymore. People wake up, like, you sheep. I
0: don't understand people. Your like, fleece oh, could be
2: white if we had real bleach, but it's you not. Know how, yeah.
0: You know how bleach was splashy? No, I don't know how bleach was splashy. <laughs> I don't know why we need to fuck with bleach. Why do I have to go to a pool store to get clean chlorine? Anyway. Anyway. But Tyler, That's you're... <laughs> nice to keep it back on, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. That was Jesus. probably my weirdest <laughs> left turn ever. Well, I
4: saw people buying food at the
0: bleach store. It confused the hell out of
4: me. <laughs> See, I <laughs> thought TJ Maxx was like the second hand. No, no,
2: no, 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 no. Target. Target okay that's not what you said
0: yeah you said oh, my T.J. Max, but target <laughs> is, is that different target dj max yeah, not yeah, the target
4: same target's like the upscale walmart right i think that's the i walmart. believe
0: you i'm just telling you they sure. added food they added i'm surprised
2: food. that you didn't call it tarjay because you're like one of those people that i imagine would call it that i don't get it
3: yeah you wouldn't <laughs> um <laughs> i wanted to ask tyler something he said he's yeah good. He's drinking an imported beer, Fuller's Vintage Ale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen Shelton Brothers go under this past yeah. year. Um, you know, Is that I
0: official? So. I thought that was as of yet unofficial. No, that's official. Um,
2: okay. Yeah, but we had Joel Shelton on the show,
0: yeah. but we didn't really talk about
2: it. We couldn't talk about it. <laughs> uh,
4: but he said know, enough.
3: How, what, I assume you carry some import beers, uh, Tyler. How does that look?
4: Yeah. So we did have, we actually did have a, a decent amount. We had a lot of the Fuller's range. We had Chimay. We had uh, uh, Cezanne DuPont. Um, now when we kind of cut our inventory from like a thousand something to three to four, we probably haven't noticed it because we're still kind of sticking to those uh, to the, the Fuller's, you know, the ones that are available more often. Uh, but yeah, that was a concern. Cause like I, when I heard it from you guys, that's why I was like, let's start, you know, kind of asking around and see who's picking up these, uh, these companies. But honestly, I haven't noticed anything recently. I mean, this Fuller's Vintage Ale we got in the store, not, not too long ago. So, uh, I mean, maybe it'll just impact kind of the harder to find stuff, but you know, I was just just at a bar the other day and I had a Chimay. So it's like, it's not, I mean, you know, we'll see, maybe it'll just be the more obscure stuff that won't be found, but I I wouldn't see like a Saison DuPont or something disappearing.
2: I saw that they're putting that in cans now.
4: Do you want now? <laughs> DuPont I saw that. Yes,
2: saison own DuPont in cans.
4: Yeah. I, I saw yeah, that Pissed first...
2: people off on my.
4: Yeah, Anchor Steam was in cans. I think they put it in cans the first time last year. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's another one.
0: This is why we can't get cans. But um, <laughs> that says that DuPont in cans thing really pissed people off on my feed. Oh is yeah,
4: it, is it a sticker can too? Because that would be- it
0: is. It's a silver oh, can no. with a white
4: sticker. Let me look this the, up. <laughs> the, first comment,
0: the first comment I saw was, "This has to be a joke," and it was on like, it was on like the farmhouse and saison Facebook group, like the lovers of all far. Somebody who just
4: lost their fucking mind, and I don't get it. Like, ah, oh, see, I'm, I don't see any pictures for it. Oh, did, did you see, see the Oscar Blues news about the uh, possible? Cannabis thing? I didn't really read into that
0: What about it? Dale Kachakis
2: is joining a company That makes cannabis Oils and other cannabis things Although that's not really Oscar Blue specific because they're owned by um, Fireman Capital. This is just Dale Going to work for On the board of like some Cannabis company
4: Uh,
2: And canning it
4: Yeah, I can't find any of those pictures of that It's
2: a White
4: Commonly white label
0: with some green and yellow stripes that make it look like a Cezanne Dupont sticker for a bottle on a sticker on an aluminum can. But here's the thing. I'm not mad at it. Well, it makes it... So here's the thing. It's better... Like, we're never going to get Cezanne Dupont over here, right? It's always going to come from Europe. And as far as just, like, better world, more beer, less weight, less packaging, easier to ship, blah, 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 blah. Is it in the same exact si- size everything but in an aluminum can? Like nobody's vintage aging Cezanne DuPont for so long that you needed to be in a bottle with an air gap. The, the can's the better way to do it. Fresher, faster. Yeah, and now you can shotgun it. <laughs> you can shotgun with a bottle. We've had this discussion on the show. <laughs> I've taught you how to do this. It's two ways to shotgun a bottle. It's, it's a been Cezanne a while. DuPont. but yeah, and I can't believe you haven't done them both um <laughs> damage john hall so, justin i'm I, I feel like you prepped for this episode you've had five better questions than me do you have another question i like listening well to no i did. was
1: just
3: gonna say that i think you know when it comes to saison people that are really into saison's like drinking from bottles they don't want to drink from a can i like drinking saison from a bottle i but mean I, I put it wait wait
0: wait wait, wait. Uh, anybody who's really into saison is pouring it in a glass. Right.
3: That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, pouring well, it. Who gives a fuck glass. if you pour it from a can or a bottle? What a shitty I know. Come I on. Mean, yeah.
0: Stop it. You're too young and too liberal to be that conservative. <laughs> like, just stop it. Like, oh, it's, I'm, I'm not used to, like, do, imagine this, Justin. Somebody said what you just said when they switched from cork to cage. I mean, to, from cork to cap mm-hmm. 120 years ago. You think that guy's an asshole?
3: <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean, you know, there's just something about pouring a saison from a bottle into like a wine glass. That's like, I don't know. I don't drink saison that often. You know, maybe maybe once a week. Oh, so
2: you're part of the problem.
3: Part of the problem, <laughs> yes.
2: You should drink more saison.
3: I will. I will now that it's available in Canada.
2: <laughs> well, and if you're mad
0: at sea, you're such a <laughs> shithead. Oh, I love you, Justin Kennedy. You are my favorite. I was just gonna say, if you want to, if you if you really need the romance. My saison is in a bottle, so you can completely give up on Dupont. Focus on something nice for the rest of eternity. Yeah, so funny. What's oh. your uh, what saisons you you got down there, Tyler? What are you drinking besides? shotgun and cans of Cezanne dupont i'm still i am also trying to find you a picture of this can and i'm not doing
4: yeah one. you should if you get it you should post it to your guys you guys were talking about getting more engagement on your facebook page you should throw it on there i guarantee you'll get engaged <laughs> <laughs> all right fine
2: i'm doing it right now <laughs> right. you're posting it you found it already i i will find it very oh, shortly i've got it i've got it hold on i've got it
0: you guys keep talking i'll get it i'll put it yeah, on facebook it. while we <laughs> speak
4: nice all right hold on here we right, go. yeah we've got so right now we've got actually a decent amount of Saisons, but about 13 um oh. yeah so we've got american solera that's good
0: fighting fighting the good fight oh yeah no
4: it's uh we've got a local we've got a uh, three stars which out of dc uh we've got smart mouth fairwind so those are all local uh, local ones and then we've got bird supply south crooked run is another one mm-hmm. right down the right down the way um yeah so yeah we've got a decent we always try to keep a few because we all everyone at the shop likes them so you know tyler do you guys get pale fire brewing from
3: uh harrisonburg or what's harrisonburg pa- pale fire pale fire yeah they have a season called salad days it's really good and it's in a can too so
1: oh god
4: uh, i
0: feel like we're uh, pick a lane justin oh, wait i feel
4: oh, I, yeah we do have it justin Sweet.
0: oh my god so i i feel like we're four oh, we away it. from just to go full accent
1: <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs>
0: all right everybody jump on our steal this beer page i just put the picture up oh nice nice um excellent anyway let, let's let's let that tail us off um i think we talked a lot about tyler's business which is unlike us what is i guess excited. apparently when we to- don't drink we're we're we're, we're much better focusing on the guests and what they have to say. Damn it. Um, this is no fun at
4: all. I, I like me. I like how foreign
2: uh, this is to you to like hear yeah. answers from the guest. Well, <laughs> I not I mean, get I
4: don't it argue, when me and you drink though, it's usually yeah. me and you talking over each other because we're very similar. Mm-hmm. So.
0: <laughs> That's how the bar's supposed to be. That's how this is supposed to go. There's nothing worse than when somebody waits for the end of a sentence on this show. Um <laughs> So, but the problem is, it's no fun when you're sober. It's only when you you got it when you got a little itch and
1: you're like
0: um, <laughs> these sober episodes. They're so clean, so fancy, so so NPR. Um, all right, so what was I going to say? Justin, do you have a letter while well, everybody looks at the Cezanne Dupont can I just put on Steel This Beer's Facebook page?
3: You know, this is the second time we've recorded this week, and I exhausted all the letters in the past episode. So, uh... All right,
0: cool. Then we got nothing to say.
1: Uh, <laughs> Thanks, for Tyler, everybody.
3: You, you, Tyler, you listen to the show, and you
0: jump in and, and Zoom with us and do all the things. Do you have any benefits of Patreon that you don't think we talk about that would help us get people to support us a little better? And if not, don't feel on the spot i'm just, just no, I mean, it was a uh, question worth asking
4: I, I was really surprised about the uh the zoom happy hours i mean it's just been a riot i mean it, it's just <laughs> it's like the right amount of people and sometimes it gets a little out of hand but uh it's uh, and then the surprise guests which... the
2: surprise guests the what's that called <laughs> the, what's
4: the knock on the door Jean-Haul? it's
2: the uh it's the dean martin's celebrity door <laughs> <laughs> So on these Zooms, what I do is when Justin schedules them uh, about an hour or so before we're scheduled to go with everybody, I just open up the old Rolodex and I see uh, uh, who owes me a favor and uh, who's actually still talking to Augie. And then I say, hey, we're doing this Zoom with some of our Patreons. Do you want to come on? And then after about-
0: till I'm on my fourth beer. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: usually it's usually like, you know, the first three people usually say no. And then uh, I pick the fourth and then they come on and they, uh, you know, Augie doesn't know. Justin doesn't know who's coming on. And then uh, um, everybody gets to, to talk. We've had Tommy Arthur. We've had uh, who's on JC's been on Andy
0: Crouch, has been Andy on.
2: Crouch, Andy um, Crouch, a
0: couple times before Andy. We caught Andy right off in jog once, which was the funniest <laughs> Andy ever. Um there was and,
4: one guy, um, I can't remember who it was, but I guarantee he was terrified. Cause like oh, so Alex Kid from Don't Alex Drink Kidd Beer Kidd, was on
0: who's ready for this shit and has dealt with a very drunk dog. <laughs> Still seems surprised by how drunk I can get on a Thursday night at 8 p.m. <laughs> poor Alex Kid.
3: Ben so. Ben Keen was cooking dinner for his like one month-old uh, kid. Yeah,
0: we did like a Ben <laughs> Keen cooking show one. That's true. that's right.
3: I forgot
2: about that. <laughs>
0: All right. Anyway, I don't know if we'll do them every month now that now that quarantine's over, we can actually have people in in person, as we've done. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you just got a a Patreon only Patreon episode. Um, but those were a lot of fun. We're, I think we should keep. Yeah, doing we'll, those. Keep, so we'll keep doing that's them. a good thing to point out. I don't think we highlight any of that shit enough. We should really. Talk about all the bonus content we do. Um, and if you're a regular good. listener, if you're a regular listener that doesn't Patreon us, last week's episode where it was just me and John bullshitting, when we could get together and do it in person, those happened a lot more as well, where there was just a Patreon episode of me and John bullshitting about current state of the market. it's always fun. Pissing me off. Um, all right, y'all. Well, Tyler, thanks so much for making the time for us today. Happy Friday. Go enjoy this gorgeous weekend. God. I'm going to drink a ton tonight. I'm afraid of myself.
3: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> fear, John, fear. I might even come up there. Is
3: this just a regular Friday night, Augie, or you got something special planned?
0: No, no, no. That's the thing. When I have special plans, I,
2: it's, it's when there's no
0: structure to the evening where shit just goes pear-shaped, Justin.
2: See, I feel like your family like, needs to treat you like a toddler, where there's like, there's always activities scheduled yeah, as, as well as activities. snacks. Because <laughs> yeah. I will try to do a loop-de-loop.
0: If okay we're gonna go to the devices. playground
2: now we're going to the playground
1: yeah look it's the slides Yeah,
0: <laughs> they do that they do do that pretty well but the minute they turn their back be alone. the backyard <laughs> fills up with fucking sots and burning logs nice um which may happen in the next five minutes i've already gotten text while we've been doing this wait what why aren't you at the beach club shouldn't we be at your house and i was like no i'm doing the show and then i'm coming to meet the kids all right y'all. Fantastic That's enough bullshit. Tyler, thank you so much for making time for us. Absolutely. Good job getting going in this Fucking crazy year. Kind of like how do they find
3: you on social media?
0: Yeah, do all that shit. And yeah, send them all...
3: that send them that
0: that wrench buying webpage because that's what Justin sent me for my show notes.
4: Yeah, it's all blackdogbeershop.com and Instagram, Facebook. We probably have a YouTube, although there might not be anything on there yet. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's Black Dog Beer Shop. That's how you find it. right
0: on awesome. All right, you do the cast part, Kennedy. How do they give us money?
4: Yeah, you
3: can go to still and uh, you can buy our merch there. You can send us emails. You can send messages. Go to patreoncom beer and give us some dollars, and we'll we'll send some stuff. We'll uh, we'll get you on our, our monthly semi-monthly Zoom calls, and you and Tyler and Augie can hang out late night and uh,
0: woo drink, drink brown whiskey. <laughs> Yikes. All right, y'all, get at us. Be good. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> back.